Welcome back to the Japan Show.、Uh, I'm your host Mick with our other host here, Isaac. Konnichiwa, minasan. Konnichiwa. And today, what are we talking about, Isaac? We are talking about onsens, culture shock, and music. What would I like to study to? Sounds good.、Uh, we, we previously have a, had a little chat about this. Isaac and I have different music tastes when it comes to study, as do a lot of people. So hopefully, we have something、uh, amongst our, our recommendations for you. We also want to apologize before we get into this. We did already record this once,、uh, but we were very tired after a long day and it didn't go to plan. So we decided to delay it so we could put out something more professional. Delay the release so we're happy with the product. Yeah, indeed. Yeah.、Um, but anyway, in saying that, we were tired because we've been doing a lot. So what have, we been, what have we been up to, Isaac? So I drove down to Brisbane to see Mick, which is like a. 16 hour drive. Yeah. It's a long, long time in the car. We did do one night, stopped in Rocky. For those of you who are not Australia, town sort of Brisbane, Rocky's about in the middle. So I stopped there for a three hour sleep in the morning, left at five, got in at 12 the next day, had a little snooze in Rocky, and then,、uh, yeah. That's a solid effort.、Um, we just made it back. Now I've come up to Townsville. And so we just did the drive together. But just imagining trying to do that drive by myself, I'm not down. Yeah, look, I've done it a few times.、Uh, it's good though, like, as we were discussing in the card day, if you fly, it's like $170 bucks including luggage. You travel, I paid $200 in fuel return, and that's $170 one way, right? So, like, I can take as much luggage as I want. I brought an extra person back. Yeah, it's, it's worth it. Yeah. And it was actually pretty fun. Like, the drive is pretty chill. The traffic today was nice. Yeah, I listened to a lot of Japanese. We listened to some audiobooks. Yeah. Some music. Uh, maybe next or in an in a episode, if, if people want to know different study methods, we were listening to audiobooks. It was pretty good. I did a bit of reading. We listened to awesome music. It was cool. Did some RTK. Did some RTK. Did some more study stuff.、Um, but what did we get up to in Brisbane? Yeah, that's a very good question. So you had some interviews. I did.、Um, so job searching, interview stuff. Hopefully it all works out. We'll see in the、uh, coming, coming days. And we'll release what he's doing on the next podcast so、yeah. that we keep you anticipated for the next one a little bit too. Yeah, hopefully、uh, everything works out. That's,、uh, that's what we'll let on for now. So we did a lot while we were in Brisbane.、Eh? We went to the Japanese、uh, Mazuri once.、Yep. A little bit disappointed we didn't get to go a second time. They had shut on the Sunday, which is when we'd planned to go. So rough. And a big shout out to Kazu Amina. The、yeah. owners,、uh, they look after us every time, and we really appreciate them looking after us. and Their food is so delicious. And anyone that's in the Brisbane region, look up Mazuri and go there. Yeah, so anyone in the Brisbane region, they just changed their hours today, so they're no longer open on weekends. So anyone in Brisbane, search Mazuri, they're open Monday to Friday. So if you have a day there that you can go for lunch or dinner, that's the place. Highly worth it. Highly, that's our food recommendations, baby. Yeah, we mentioned them before, so you gotta know they're pretty good by now. Yeah, if we keep talking about them this much, you know, they gotta be good.、Um, we went to Danbo, a, a ramen store. Yeah. I like, did you like Danbo? Yeah, a- I really enjoyed it. I would have liked to have more of a chance to explore some different、uh, broths there. Yeah. I had the, the classic broth twice. Yeah, yeah. With tamanegi and.、Um, uh, with the. Tamago. Yeah, tamago, so the eggs. Yeah. The,、uh, boiled egg, they're kind of like. Extra shashia pork. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, get some seaweed in there. Yeah. Extra noodles, some gyoza. For those of you who have,、uh, not to link our last podcast or anything, we talked about ramen a little bit last time. 
Yeah, and we will cover it later on in the future. This is just like an intro. Yeah. But no, it was fantastic. So we had some good times in Brisbane. I tried my first my first time trying golf. That was uh I felt An very experience. Yeah. I felt very uh, out of place. But it's you feel out of place anytime it's your first time doing something. So I gave it a go. Was, I really respect people that are that are good at the sport. It is difficult. Yeah. It it is very difficult to be good at. We met some or I met some Japanese friends there. Um and Mick had already known them, so he introduced me to them and he organized all the golf and that and so it was good to go out and see the dedication that they put in to become that level, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, they play every day, and like I would love to play every day and get that good, but you know, life, a low life matters are at hand. So we have a, a podcast to record, so you know, and girlfriends and I add mean, all the other stuff in. Obviously, the podcast takes the front seat. You know, <laughs> uh, I can't say anything because I know she listens. <laughs> no, no comment. Okay, fair enough. No, um, but yeah. So we've been doing some stuff. Now I'm up here. I'm going to be heading back, I guess, in a week. But uh, just chilling in Townsville. We got some Japanese snacks from the supermarket up here. So we'll uh, shout out to our YouTube channel, Aussie Shoguns, because uh, we're going to be looking at putting up some, some vids or trying some foods out there. Um, so if you're interested in Japanese snacks, check out the YouTube channel. But anyway, let's get into A little bit of extra content. Yeah, a little bit of extra content. We also, something I think we should give a shout out to is we went to Jiu-Jitsu tonight. Oh, yeah. I never had done it before. Very interesting experience and thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. I'm glad you liked it. Mm. I had a, yeah, like I've mentioned to you before, but I had a couple times, I've tried it just a couple times. I have never like dedicated myself to it, but I have thought about it because it's, it's pretty fun. Mm. Getting to throw each other around on the mats. Yeah. And like the good thing is you, you're not too worried about like, it's not direct contact or throwing punches or kicks. So you're not too worried about injuries. Like you can, Still, there's still injuries that happen. I don't know. You threw me on the mat once and I felt my head like hit back on the floor and I was like, whoa, that hurt. Too strong. I'm huge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You're more flexible. You got more power in the movements. Yeah. Then, then I probably thought actually. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right there. But no, that was pretty fun tonight. Um, but to, to get into our topics. So we'll start with onsens. And uh, I personally really really like onsen and i know isaac does too oh yeah and so if you could give us a little rundown isaac what are onsen just for those viewers who don't know and okay i'll say just straight up like an onsen is like a public bath and so you i stole my lawn yeah sorry <laughs> i did i was like i offered it to you and i stole it <laughs> Pretty much it's a public bath. And I know that in New Zealand they have it, but you have like sw- swimmers on. Oh, they do? Yeah, yeah. But you have swimmers on. Like I went with my family when we were there. Um, and that's totally different. So J- Japan is different in how they do onsens. Onsens, give us the go, Isaac. So an onsen is pretty much, as Mick said, a public bathhouse. You rock up, you pay your money, you go, you undress. Bit awkward the first time you go, but you get over that. Um, you go into, oh, what's it called? The Senmen? Oh, I don't even. Basin. I, I learned all this stuff in my Japanese classes at uni and I com- completely forgot. I've gone so many times and I didn't learn this vocab. Um, anyway, like the so shower area, down, right? Yeah, the shower area. Yeah, yeah. So you go, you sit down, you have a little shower. Um, you know, you scrub yourself clean. The ideology behind that is you don't want to be leaving the water in the bath dirty for other people. You know, you want to be as clean as possible when you get in there so that other people can enjoy it as well. You scrub up, you wash your hair, you wash your body, 
if you go with generally in Japanese culture, if you go with uh, your seniors, you scrub your seniors back, make sure they're all clean. I don't know. Do they return that? Um, so like, I don't know. Cause I haven't gone. I think it's like, if, uh, if you have like a relationship, right? Yeah. So if you were to go with someone, but like, I personally haven't, maybe it's just cause I'm a foreigner. I you didn't know. scrub my back when we were there. Well, I mean, you didn't ask. I didn't even think about it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think we were both under the impression we'll uh, get our own bags. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, you, you shower, you get in, and then at the end, we, you get up to. Yeah, so you go in. So once you've showered and that, you go into the bath. Some, some places only have one bath. Some have multiple. We've, I've been to one with one bath. I've been to one with about eight different baths and yeah, a sauna. Yeah. Um, they separate male and female. There's no, or most places separate male and female. There's no mixing. In some places in the countryside, I know that they have yeah. male and female ones. I don't know how comfortable I would be doing that personally. It's like, yeah, I've like, I haven't even personally seen of one, but like I've heard that in the mountains or like the, the, the very natural, like onsens, mm-hmm. they're just open to anyone. And so usually it's only you there, but technically like if there's more people there, then it's just a mixed bath. Yeah. But they're very rare to see, I would say. Yeah. I think that's safe to say. Yeah, I feel that's safe. And then, so yeah, they have like so many different baths. And then um, they have the outdoor bath is my personal favorite. And that is called Rotemburo. 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 So that's uh, the buro comes from the word in Japanese. Furo is bath. And I think we, we looked it up last time when we were trying to record. We are so tired. Um, Rotemburo's the do. Oh, I forget the meaning of the kanji. I know how to read the kanji, you know, guys? You, you, you feel me? Um, ten, 10, I know, is like the heavens, which kind of makes sense because it's like the outdoor bath or it's usually... I've gone to some places where it's outside, upstairs, or you go out the outside stairs up to it. But Rotemburo is definitely my favorite with the, the outdoor air. And uh, like, I think I have a couple different memories from it. I've gone to an onsen near Mount Fuji where the outdoors at the Rotemburo, you got to look at Mount Fuji like while you were bathing. That's awesome. It was super cool. Um, and then like another one was when I was with some boys. I literally just learned this kanji. Oh, did you? It, the English meaning is dew. Like, uh, like you know, you get gr- dew on the grass. Oh, That's yeah, the yeah. kanji. I literally just learned it in RTK. Oh, okay. The, the reading is tsuyu. Tsuyu. Mm, okay. By and itself. That, and that turns into Rotemburo. Oh, yeah. Do, do for Rotemburo. There's actually four kanji too. The, the fudo such budo is two kanji. Yeah. Um, so word of the day, Rotemburo, for all you guys who want to go to onsens and you want to find the coolest outdoor baths, um, that's what you're looking for. I just did a quick search because we we're looking for that kanji while Mick was speaking. Yeah. Um, Rotemburo looks, if you just put it in like uh, Google yeah. and look at some of the photos, there is some scenic places. Yeah. Like, I'm getting a wee bit jealous, to be honest. That's what I was just saying. So the Mount Fuji one was definitely like a jaw-dropping place to go for my first time. And then I really enjoyed Hokkaido with some mates. Uh, we went at the airport there and it was so cold that our, our hair was turning into icicles. It was winter time there. And so our hair would freeze while we get out of the bath. And then we'd like dip back in the bath to like get the icicles off our head. I'd laugh if your head just froze and fell off. <laughs> That's so mean, bro. <laughs> yeah, but it'd be funny. You gotta admit, you like touch your hair and it just snaps. And it just snaps and breaks off. I'm like, oh, my hair. Uh, cheap way to get a haircut. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I didn't even think about it. I mean, that. if you're gonna think about it that way. 
but no, definitely onsens. Um, so yeah, Isaac explained perfectly for us the the way through. And then at the very end, uh, besides the Rotemburon being able to see outside, I think my next my next favorite part would be the the milk at the end. Oh, the nice. It's cold, yeah. You know what I mean. They have like, yeah. it's just some nice for all those people who are lactose intolerant, uh, including my sister. Not sure if she's listening, but uh, I feel bad for you, homies. Uh, they have juices. They have other stuff there as well. Mm. But I feel like milk just has that thing after you've been soaking the hot water. It feels like revitalizing. Yeah, I mean, I would never have thought this if I wasn't with you when we went. Um, because I struggled enough trying to use that vending machine in there because I didn't realize you can use your wrist scanner. Yeah, yeah. It goes on, like, at the one we went to anyway, it goes onto your tab and you pay it at the end. Yeah, yeah. Or you can just put yen in there. And I was struggling because I was doing both and it wasn't picking up either. So without you, I wouldn't have been able to work it out. But yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's, it's an experience. It was fantastic. My personal favorite, um, they usually have, like, a lot of places will have strawberry milk, banana milk, normal milk, coffee milk. My favorite is definitely coffee milk. So let's chat about your first time. Your first time going to an onsen, your surrounds, who you're with, how did it feel? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And then we'll get into yours. But my, my, um, my first time was, like I just mentioned, with the Mount Fuji. I was uh, a little bit blessed. I went with uh, a sh- some sharehouse friends. And it was like, as a foreigner, as someone who grew up, I grew up in Canada and Australia, both countries who do not have public baths. It's a, it's a Western ideology. It's a little bit weird. Yeah. Like, I'm, de- I'm definitely, I was told by my parents, never get naked in front of just like randoms, you know? Feels good, though. <laughs> but it's a different culture. And so, yeah, then just accepting that and then knowing that, like, everyone there is just there to get bathed, have a relaxing time, and just be at peace, and just relax their body. So my, my first time going, I, I had all these uh, kind of thoughts of it being, like, awkward, and I was, like, kind of, you know, fretting getting naked in front of my friends and people i'm not gonna lie though like it's it's nerve-wracking doing that yeah and like when the first time you do it yeah you're a little bit nervous but at the end of the day you're there to enjoy the bath i guess what i found taking your clothes off was a nerve-wracking part once you're in the shower yeah who cares? and then and then you see that everyone else doesn't care and you're like oh okay yeah come yeah. to relax yeah except you're foreign and everyone's looking at you yeah which which takes me to where where that that first story is so i was i was at the shower like i was told to shower off before i'm getting in the bath i'm like okay you know, I want to make sure and do everything by the rules, do everything like I'm supposed to. So I get in the shower and I'm showering and I'm washing my hair and I'm just like the shampoo keeps on coming. And I know these guys because I've been in the share house with them. And uh, yeah, the, the, the like shampoo trick, it, it, I think it went around on Facebook. Yeah, I definitely saw it at a few different beaches where the dudes are going around like pouring shampoo in the girls' hairs. I feel like maybe that was an Australian thing. Like it was. No, I think it was an American. Oh, really? I felt like it happened, maybe it happened like later at a Sydney beach or something, or maybe it was in like Miami. Yeah, I think it definitely went around. Um, yeah. But I know it was an American thing. Anyway, these Japanese guys thought they were hilarious because they started doing it to me as my first time in an onsen. And so I flicked my hair back so I could see like why this shampoo just kept on coming. And I look up to like, I think it was like three or four of, uh, there's a couple of my Japanese friends there and other people from the share house, like the, our guys that we were in the, getting in the onsen with. And everyone's just staring at my junk and they're like, oh, hey, nice, nice man. We see what you're packing. I was just like, I, you couldn't be more embarrassed as a foreigner. What is it like? Dickhead? Yeah. <laughs> Dickhead? <laughs> like, I don't know. I can't, I can't speak for myself, but I'm just saying, 
as a foreigner who was like, I already was embarrassed. Yeah, a little bit nervous, already embarrassed. And then these guys are just staring at me. I'm like, okay, well, it can't get worse from here. So it definitely helped me like for the next time I went to the onsens. But uh, my initial experience after that, after that incident, I mean, like I just said, I got to look out at Mount Fuji while uh, bathing. So that was, that was super nice. Yeah, that's an awesome experience. And I know you've been to a lot of onsens, so we might have to cover this another time as well. I've only been to two. I've only been to Japan yeah. twice, and they're only for short stints, whereas you've lived there for two years. You've had a lot of time to experience the culture. Um, so we might come back to some of your experiences at another time. Yeah. And, like, where we want to go and visit onsens and what we think is looking good. Yeah. But, I mean, in saying that, let us let us know what's uh, what's your fave. You've gone My twice. faves, I've gone twice. I, I had two different experiences. The first time was by myself. Um, we're up in Hakuba, um, with my fiance and we went there and just chilled out by chance. We stumbled across one on the second day we were in Hakuba, um, cause we had both never snowboarded before. So it was a little bit, um, exhausting, different experience. Um, so we snowboarded and then I was, we were just walking down the Kombini, found this onsen on the, like across it. I was like, I don't have a tail, but you know, let's check if the Kombini has one. Of course they have a tail. They have everything in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we go back, get in the on. Oh, I went back and got in the onsen. My fiance was like, "Nah, that's that's unusual. Why are you doing that?" Yeah, I was like, "Cause it's culture, baby. It's culture. You, I'm a cultured man. You either accept it or get out of the country." Uh, but yeah, so then uh, I went in there, had a good time, a little mm. bit nervous. Yeah, I had a story time. We're gonna save that for story time next time. Yeah, no, that sounds good. Um, we chatted about on the one we tried to recall, but I feel like that's a really funny story that. We'll draw some listeners in. Yeah, yeah. All right. So we'll leave we'll leave Isaac's to story time. But then, okay. So your second time, then. How about that one? That was really good. I mean, I was sick um, when we went because I was with you that time. Yeah. Um, nervous going in because I'd never gone with anyone like as a friend. So yeah. Mick had brought another friend, and I was I didn't know him very well. I was sick. On top of that, I was nervous because I hadn't been with someone else before. Like when I gone by myself, I was like. <laughs> No one, no one's ever going to see me again. Yeah. Who cares? Especially when you're in like a countryside, you're just there for a holiday and you're like, ah, whatever. Yeah. And so that was actually, no, I actually actually had three experiences. I actually went to the onsen downstairs from where I was staying in the Airbnb. Oh, uh, I, I was. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Cause remember I showed us around the hotel and yeah. it was like, oh, the onsen's here. It's open from this time, this time. Yeah. That was really relaxing too when I was sick. Yeah. Anyway, we're going uh what was it spa world we were at yes yeah, spa world so it's like it's not technically an onsen because it's not like traditional water straight from like the the earth but they call it an onsen it's called spa world in osaka right. and they rotate um they have different themes they rotate change the men's and ladies they're like a whole level for men's whole level for ladies change them up every couple months so like every season i think yeah um which is really cool we got to visit i think it was a greek theme one yeah, it was a Greek theme. And I think our favorite thing about it, right, was the aromas. Yeah, they had some pretty nice herbs and uh, flowers and like lavender and stuff in the baths. Baths. Sorry, my English. Horrible. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we went and looked after that and it was a good time in there. Got to bathe. Yeah. It was relaxing because I was sick. So it kind of just helped relax me. I mean, probably not the best thing when you've got a little bit of attempt to get in a hot bath. Yeah, yeah. But couldn't have complained. Got in the sauna for a little bit with some old Japanese dudes. Sweated it out. I feel like I remember I was I was trying to like stay in the the cold bath there for a hot minute when we were in Spa World as well. Because mm. my friend was like real 
he was like really about the cold bath and mm. it's like i think it's like four degrees usually the cold bath which uh it's for those people who've never bathed in four degrees i dare you <laughs> and remember you're naked <laughs> yeah yeah so no nah, i definitely think spiral was pretty cool yeah it was awesome then we got the milk afterwards went home had some good feeds. Yeah. We're all good. I think we're going out to ramen that night and I just crashed off that. I was like, I got nothing left, dude. Let me sleep. Yeah, yeah. I felt bad. That if, if you guys wait, what story was that? We got lost. Pretty sure they covered an episode. Lost one. in Osaka. Yeah. Episode one when Isaac was coming to visit. So if, if you guys have listened to that one, it's kind of like stringing it together. So yeah, Isaac was very sick at the time. Um, keep in mind the audio for podcast zero and one aren't that great. So we apologize for that too. And uh yeah, yeah. Apologies. <laughs> Exactly. Culture but, um, shock, though. What what did you find most um, unusual about the onsens? What was your, like, weird experience? Or what did you find that really struck out to you that, you know, you wouldn't see in the West other than getting naked with a bunch of others? Yeah, I think, like, the openness for chatting, hey. Like, mm. um, like you mentioned, I guess I, I've had a bit more experiences in going around with my host father has definitely been um, one of the most positive experiences in, like, a positive light for culture shock. Where uh, when I've gone to a new location or a new somewhere with him and there's like a, how do, how do I say, like a local to that, that area and they're in the onsens, like my host dad will be totally chill and like chat with them. And then. Yeah, I remember a cool experience story that we may say flair, but you chatted with a doctor in onsen when you're in Japan exchange, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A brain doctor. Yeah. He was like a, a brain surgeon. and. I, he, like he he said just like the straight up the Japanese like the technical medical term for like brain surgeon or brain doctor or something and I was like it just flew over my head because of course I haven't studied the word for brain surgeon as you could imagine as I don't know what it is in English either um but neurologist neurologist I, I, I it's a study of brains but I don't know if it's because neurology, I think, is the the study of it. I think neurologist is like the person that looks after the brain. Looks after the brain, but then it, there's probably a word for like a brain surgeon, right? That's like a more technical. I don't know, right? Not my strong point. In Japanese, I think that's what the word was. Because he said afterwards, he's like, "Oh yeah, like I'm pretty much a brain doctor." And then he just like summed it with like the the Japanese, yeah. Or, yeah, like brain and doctor, and he just split it for me like that way, so it was easy to understand. I was like, "Oh, okay." I was like, "No wonder I didn't understand that. I don't know medical stuff." But, um, no, it was super cool. I think, yeah, just like you were saying, that kind of culture shock and kind of mixing it with the art onsen experience that we're talking about. Really positive experience with, like, talking to different kinds of people that you just wouldn't find out on the street or that you wouldn't normally just go over and talk to. But because you're, like, in the same bath and you're just like, hey, what's up, like, kind of thing. Like, some people don't want to talk. I mean, I haven't come across this. I've only been twice or three times. And my Japanese isn't at the level of yours yet, um, but I haven't had across come like come across anyone that wants to talk other than when we went. I, I mean, I guess I'm not as bubbly as you are either, but I would love that experience just to go there and like have some fat chats with some dudes and all. Yeah, I, would I think that the main thing that like encouraged me like was like what I was just saying was um, seeing my house dad like talk to people in in baths. Like I'm yeah, like you say, I'm kind of a talkative person anyway. But then on top of that. Um, seeing my host dad talk to people in bath, I was like, oh, okay, it's fine for me too as well. And then, yeah. like, specifically because you're a foreigner, if you go to like a countryside place, mm. you stand out. So, like, 
if you can speak Japanese, like usually they'll the other they person give you the click of approval, the tick of approval. Yeah, yeah, and they'll like they'll they'll put in some effort and like chat with you about life and stuff. So that was some really like cool, positive kind of culture shock moments where experiencing onsens and yeah. Any like culture shock moments for you since you've you've been going? Um, not really culture shock as per se. I mean, there's some things that have stood out, like you know. You when you when you travel to Japan, you should really look up things that are considered inconsiderate or rude. As of, I mean, they play the guardian card a lot, right? Where you do these things and they just don't care because you're foreigner. They may annoy yeah. them. They won't say anything though, which I think is completely unacceptable. And things should still be said, but maybe it's just that language barrier. Um, but things like you know, talking on the train, not a, you're not meant to talk on the train, or if you do, it's got to be very soft if there's people around. Yeah, yeah. Um you know, bowing, they bow a lot and the certain length of bow or well, time and also the um, steepness of the bow is to do with like the senior, senior, the, the, I know what you mean. You're, seniority? The, the, like, sen- is that the word I'm looking for? I think so. But like you're thinking about like the ranking or like yeah, the yeah, hierarchy yeah. in, in yeah, the society. Yeah, hierarchy is probably the better word. Yeah. 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 Like I think Definitely, it's acceptable to play the Gaijin card if you're, like, new or if you're just learning and just starting. But then people who have been there for, like, multiple years and it's, like, moving on and they understand what they're doing is, like, against the culture norm and they haven't put in the efforts to just, like, learn those things. It's like, oh, come on, dude. Yeah. Just take five minutes. That's all it takes. You're, you're coming to another... Like, if people come to Australia or, like, people go anywhere, right? I feel... I enjoy, as someone who grew up in Canada and then moved to Australia, I think it was hard for me to swallow, like what is like all the Australian culture. There's a lot of really great things and there's some rough things to get used to. But I think it's all the more that like when you're moving into somewhere, like you should learn to accept it because you're the one going there, right? Yeah, it's it's interesting, right? Because I come across a lot of people in my job. Some of them, you know, embrace the culture and some of them just couldn't care less. And you're like, well, you moved here. I'm trying to be friendly to you talk my language because i don't know your language it's obviously from somewhere else in the world yeah i'm not asking for a lot just say a quick hello how you going if you don't want to talk that's fine yeah, I, yeah like i can tell by how you answer those questions but like just take that two seconds to be friendly to me yeah. you know what i mean like you can tell a lot by a person by how they uh introduce themselves or talk to you isaac's been doing some uh deep study in psychology doing some uber driving yeah, yeah. you come across some deep insane dive. people yeah Trying to get a Ronin sticker on my car. I'm thinking about how I can do it. <laughs> That's fair, fair enough. <laughs> but yeah. Um, how, how do you feel about like population wise? Because you've been to Tokyo. You've been to Osaka. And those are like very highly dense. dense. Yeah. yeah. So like it's interesting. Right? I'm not a people person in general. Other than Uber, which is like my job. So I talk to people. You know, I'm all about the customer service. You want to make them feel comfortable and all that. It's like in any job I've had. Hospitality and everything. Yeah. Um. The people around Japan are interesting. In that. Actually, this is a really interesting story about the culture thing, right? When we were there, we went in an elevator. And I don't know if you remember this. I think we were going to Pokemon in Tokyo. And we were trying to get in this elevator. And the Japanese lady in the elevator was like slamming the buttons to shut the elevator. Do you I, remember this? I don't remember this. So like she didn't want us in there. I don't know if it's because she was afraid of us or just didn't want to have to be near us or whatever. Yeah. I don't know why that was. I'd, I wish you remember because it would make this so much easier. But yeah. Yeah, now you have to explain it to me and the people. So, yeah. so we were just, okay, if I get this right. So 
Wait, we were in Osaka we're, then. Yeah. And then we were going to the Pokemon Center and just in the yeah, elevator Yeah, it was like an there. Osaka station. Yeah. Osaka. Yeah. Um, so we went to get in the elevator and she's there just like pressing the button to close the doors. I, Although she can see us trying to get in the elevator with her. It, and it was only her in the elevator. It's a big elevator. It's not like we're... And it, it, there was no COVID at the time. Just no, yeah, yeah. For everyone's This sake. is like back a this is tw- year and a half ago, two years ago. Yeah, 2019, ago. earlier 2019. Mm. Yeah. Um, I remember going to the Pokemon Center. I remember going to the Uniqlo next to the Pokemon Center. I don't remember the elevator incident. I don't know why. Yeah, well, I we couldn't have like- spoken in Japanese or English because I'm pretty sure she looked at, like, I remember her looking at us and just being like, as soon as that door opened for her level, she was out there, like, gone. Just gone, skis. I probably gave you the look though. Yeah, I, yeah, I got the look, and that's why I remember it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. Um, that's a, that's the thing. Hey, so my experience in in like population density wise as well has been like when I was in Tokyo, like I would get bumped shoulders, or like people would drop their shoulders into my stomach and stuff sometimes. Like just people who just, you know, of course the majority of people are fine. Yeah, I have no, I have nothing but like love for for Japan and for like the people there. But every now and again, right? In any population of people, you're gonna get there's it. just some, uh, like bogans. I want to call them bogans because that's a really that's, like that's very an Aussie term for general term. Yeah, yeah. I've I've looked at some of the the I was stats. Say Yankee, but we, that's a little bit wrong. We, I don't want to put that in there. <laughs> we, we have some uh, American listeners, and that's so, a uh, a bogan here in Australia is like a redneck. Uh, yeah, that's perfect. Redneck bogan. So just think about those, and yeah, so like those kind of people exist everywhere. It's fine. People are people. You have your own thing. Uh, maybe they were just busy. Maybe they didn't mean to shoulder me. But I do find like in more populated areas that you like run into more people who are, it's almost like they're doing these incidents on purpose. Like I want to think, I want to give them the benefit of the doubt that they didn't mean to. But like sometimes when it happens, I'm like, oh, that guy put his, that, he put his shoulder into me. That one kind of hurt. You, you can tell the difference between a bump and a drop shoulder though. Yeah. The drop shoulder hurts. The bump, you, you brush it off. Like, I always, like even if it's not my fault and someone runs in me, I always apologize. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's a sure. polite thing to do. Everyone in Japan usually does it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I, I haven't really had a problem in population dense areas. Like, I don't like population density, but in Japan, I seem to get along fine. Yeah, um, I think- Just a little bit, like, shy. So, like, you know, if you're waiting in a line, you don't want to push in or, you know, you don't want to seem rude yeah so i try and hang back let everyone else go first and i'll just jump in and be like hey give me this give me that yeah yeah let yeah. me eat. No, that's fair enough what is it about i think maybe i mean between australia and japan then right japan has like such yeah population density but then people are kind of like more aware of their surroundings because they understand how many people are are going to be around oh for sure you notice it in big cities as well but i think australians just don't care like yeah i've noticed a lot of australians i'll walk by and you know I'm the one to move because I know if I don't move, their butt's going to be on the floor because I'm a big dude. Yeah. You, I accidentally touched them and they're probably going to fall over. You you are a big dude. Um, <laughs> But yeah, like in Tokyo, like <laughs> the, uh, the hardest, I reckon, experience I had in Tokyo in population density area yeah. was when me and my fiance were catching the train. We were going to meet some of my Japanese friends that were there for dinner. And for some reason, we got on peak hour dumbest move to do we're all squished in the train i knew my exit was on the opposite side coming up and i felt really sorry for the girl in front of me because they got so squished in that she was literally up against me yeah yeah and you know 
that's never a good thing. There's a lot to do with, um, I don't know how to put it. There's train problems when you have that yeah. many people that you're getting squished in there. Uh, especially, yeah, for high school girls or anything like that. Like, everyone needs their own space yeah. to travel safely. Yes. And sometimes the trains don't have the correct, they don't have enough capacity. So, yeah. I mean, they've got female-only carts for a reason. Yeah, yeah. Um, But, you know, if you can't get in one of them, you don't you don't really have a choice. I felt bad for this girl because she just pushed right up against me and for a couple of, like, stations too. Yeah. Um, But at the end, there's not much I could do except try and lean against the back door and hope we didn't pull up to a platform where that door opened. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. I mean, it's been a while since I got packed on a train, but remembering, like, I think my school as well when I was at university there, I think that's just a thing, hey, like packed trains, especially Australians, major, majority of Australians use their own cars. People who live in cities, I mean, a decent amount of people use trains, buses, but it's never like as packed as the videos. You do one quick search on, on, on YouTube. And everything they show on YouTube is true. Like it's, I haven't had anyone push like people into the train like as a yeah. con- conductor. Or the, yeah. The people who work at the, at the station. I've but seen it. I haven't. Um, thank God I haven't, but I have been squished in a train. Yeah. But I mean, okay, so there we go. There's there's a culture shock, I guess, for that we both experienced, like just from pure density of, of people. Not that anyone was like going out of their way and it was an annoying culture shock or yeah, anything it like wasn't, that. It was just, it just accidental at the end of the day. Yeah. But like it, it's weird, like, you know, to take you back to the onsens, like I've seen little kids in the onsen when we went and I felt slightly uncomfortable because, you know, that's in Western culture, it's a big no, no, you don't look at kids with that clothes on. You know what I mean? Like yeah. over there, it's just naturally accepted. No one really cares. Yeah, it's like, it's that nonsense. It's whatever in those people's mind. And then, yeah, the incidences with like trains and stuff. Yeah. I mean, we love Japan. There's so many good aspects, but it does have its downfalls in some areas. Yeah, yeah. I think that's why, like, I'm so down for countryside trains and stuff like that. Because there's like, there's barely any people. And then you get I to remember. like... Be on this chill little caboose train stuff, you know? I remember riding the train from Hakuba. Oh, yeah. Down to Matsumoto. From Matsumoto all the way to Nagoya. Yeah. And then the Shinkansen from Nagoya to Osaka. Oh. Some chill journey, just vibing. Yeah. Yeah. Just chill. Sit on the train. Relax. Put the feet up. That's good. Like, it was so good. Went through the, like, the mountainside. Like, we went through the countryside. Got so many good views. I remember, I think on my GoPro, there's, like... I set the GoPro up for, or maybe it was my phone at the time, for like 10 minutes just on the side in like time lapse. Yeah, I let yeah. it record the whole like, you know, 10 minutes and like the amount we covered was so cool. That's so cool. Like with the snow on the mountains and then you got the rice fields you go on past. And yeah, I still want to do like more. I didn't do much uh, snow trains when I went to Hokkaido. We're going all over the place. But, you know, yeah. I, I feel like that's just one of those things. Hey, I want to go on more like scenic trains. On some places, you know. Inaka is the country, right? Yeah, Inaka is countryside. I would love to visit more of that. Yeah. Like just, just get out in like the natural Japanese. Like I know obviously it's all natural Japanese, but places where English is barely used so that one, I can test my Japanese and just have some chill conversations with people that and just vibe, you wouldn't generally come across. Yeah, just vibe with locals. Mm. Like people that are, I feel like, oh yeah. Yeah, pretty much, hey. I don't know what I was thinking just then. <laughs> yeah, and like I feel like when I go with other people know Japanese, I'm less likely to talk. Like when we were in Japan, yeah, I hold back or even when we talk, yeah, like not that we talk in Japanese often, but I hold back because I know yours is so much better than mine. And I don't want to embarrass myself. Yeah, like I feel like 
for people who study Japanese, which we'll, uh, we're about to get onto our, our music study recommendations. So if you guys want to have these great experiences, go to Japan, do these things. People who are studying Japanese will have the music for you in a second. Mind you, you don't need to study Japanese to go to Japan either. No, you, you don't. You don't. That's very true. I feel like if you if you just learn like a couple phrases, a couple words. Oh, you can get by easy. Yeah. And like you get so much more like they see that you're putting in the effort. Yeah, so just I, a few so like basic words. Konnichiwa, arigato. Yeah, like uh, yeah, pretty much. Konnichiwa, arigato. Uh, that's really all you need. Or if you hit hit like for the English speakers, I think that's majority. You of hit them with the gochiso sama deshita. Yeah, gochiso sama deshita after eating, or um, uh, like just being able to say like, oh, I I only speak English, like mm. a line like that, along with like your greetings, and I think you're set. Especially in cities, you're, you'll mm. be fine. So, as soon as you get in the countryside, you're yeah, in trouble. So but Isaac yeah. and I are talking about the countryside. And yeah, it would be fantastic. I know what you mean, because like when you have friends and when you have people, because I have people that I, I feel that are like above my level. And not to say that like my level is that high. Your level is I, not low by any stance. Thank you. Thank you for those kind words. Um, I just feel like, uh, yeah, like I'm I'm pretty comfortable in Japanese. But then... Um, I I know what you mean though, because like when you have a friend or someone that's like like you look up to, and then you're like, oh, like I know I could try and speak Japanese at this point, but like uh, maybe not, you know, or you like stay it's, silent, or you. It's not even that, right? We went to dinner with Yuki and Coco after golf. Oh yeah, yeah, the boys golfing. The in boys Brisbane? play golf with, yeah, right. And you guys were all talking in Japanese. Yeah. I can understand. I want to say 90% of the conversation. Like there's some things I still don't get. I still don't know a lot of vocab on different topics. So when yeah. it diverts from my interests or what I haven't studied yet, get a little bit lost. But like I know that my my listening is good enough to understand a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. But then I feel like my output is so trash that I don't want to attempt it because, you know, I feel like it's a hassle for them to try and speak Japanese with me if my output isn't up to a standard that I think is good. You know what I mean? Or not even good, just enough to get by and yeah. make them feel comfortable. Yeah. I know what you mean. That's like, def- definitely. It's like when you, you want to just make sure and let the conversation flow or like you yeah. feel bad if it's going to like, yeah. Drag them down or, you know, not make the time fun. Yeah. I know. I know what you mean. That's why hopefully you'll be able to, when the world opens back up, go to the Inaka, go to the countryside, chat with some homies, meet some new friends who, who don't care about speaking English. Go to the Izakaya. Go to the Izakaya. Yeah. Eat some great food. Onsens. Izakaya, for those people, we're throwing a lot of words out here. So Izakaya is also like a, a drinking like a bar where you eat yeah, lots of good Think food. of the Australian pub. Australian pub. I think American is pub, right? Or British. I don't, I don't care about American. British, or Britain. Uh, well, come on. We got, we got, <laughs> we got some American listens, listeners here. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy the people, but like in terms of going there. Yeah, I I, I would like to visit there for certain, like maybe snowboarding or something, but I don't really have an interest in the country itself. Yeah. Well, that's why we're doing the Japan show, hey? I know. <laughs> cheeky, cheeky plug again. <laughs> um. Anyway, so music, music that we study too. So if you couldn't tell, Isaac and I do a lot of Japanese study. Uh, J- Isaac, when we were driving the car today, we were driving for like eight hours. Yeah, we did about eight and a half hours drive today. Yeah, and I did some of my, my Japanese reading my book, listening to my audio book. Isaac did uh, some kanji study. We uh, made sure yeah. to make the most of our time. Yeah. I, I, you know, you, we, so we took shifts. I did the two split shifts over the two days. 
Mick did the long middle shift. The, yeah. I feel like your shift was shorter than my two shifts, but that's fine. I can deal with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was kind of over studying by the end of it. I think I covered like 80 words, like 80 kanji or something. Yeah, man. I You were grinding through through those <laughs> like study cards. I really want to get them done is the thing. Like I've been working at them for so, like since you went to Japan is when I probably started Yeah. in 2019. So started 2019. It's been two years. I mean, off and on. I had obviously a bit of a break this year. I was meant to be in Japan. It hit me pretty hard when I couldn't go. So I took some time off study to just focus on getting myself back to where I needed to be. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I feel like study comes in those waves, right? Yeah. And so now we're back. We're back on our high horse. We're back on our wave. We were studying today. Hiya. Yeah. Hi-ya. I've never ridden a horse, but hey. <laughs> me neither. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so we have music, music uh, recommendations. I mean, like, for my vibe, like, I have lo-fi kind of stuff that I listen to, so I'll, I'll throw out those recommendations in a second. But Isaac, what do you what do you listen to when you study? I don't really listen to, like, anything does me, right? Your study is a bit more, is Anki-based, memorize, uh, not memorization, but SRS. Yeah. Sentence, repetition. Kind of, like, longer, because it's a full sentence kind of yeah. Japanese So you're study. learning the word in the sentence and getting context behind it. Yeah. Whereas I'm studying flashcards at the moment to get all the kanji down that I know. Yeah. And then I'll move into SRS. Um, so at this point, I'll put anything on. I'll listen to a podcast. I'll put music on. I'll mm-hmm. watch anime in the background. As long as there's something Japanese going, yeah. then I'm all good. Like, you know, I sit in a car and I drive for close to eight to 10 hours a day, every day, my job. So in that time, I've got constantly Japanese music playing the whole time. It doesn't stop. And then, you know, I get to my study. Same thing. It doesn't really matter. Like when I moved to SRS, I might change it slightly. So it's a little bit like a bit of a rock music or yeah. um, J-pop's pretty cool too. But for study, kind of something a little bit laid back, but not too, not as soft as you like it. Okay. So something that's like, not not quite like a Japanese rock, but like. Yeah. But it's not popping off either on the beats. Not like a low beats. Okay, yeah. yeah. Something in the middle. Something's got a good rhythm. That's fair enough. I, I, yeah, I agree. I think. Uh, when when we were talking about this, or like you just perfectly described it, like for for me, I do Anki SRS for people who don't know sentence mining that kind of stuff. Um, we we should do like a, a full like study podcast. Sometime. Yeah, I think we're gonna do one while you're here. Yeah, just so we can get like it'll. What we're probably gonna do is we're gonna probably record a couple of um specialized podcasts, a couple that are yeah, you, maybe YouTube thirty only? to forty minutes. Oh okay. Maybe thirty to forty minutes long that are specialized, super focused. But we might look at YouTube only. That way we, we're not screwing up the rhythm of Yeah, yeah. We we'll do um yeah, sorry, I didn't know where you were going with that. Yeah. We'll we'll be looking at doing like some podcasts like that and then some YouTube only for like visual kind of like if we're we're eating Japanese snacks and if we're doing something, it'll just be like a shorter video maybe. Yeah, so we're looking at um, some specialized podcasts. We want to do an anime... Uh, spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. We're going to look at some study methods, what we use, where we started, where we are now. Yeah. Um, just a bunch of different things we think are cool ideas that we want to share with you guys because we think they're important. Yeah, and like hopefully, you know, if you guys like the our study methods or want to know more, like we'll hopefully be able to point you in the right direction or what to search for. Mm. Um, but for me, so yeah, I study... To, to dull it down, um, take like a, a full sentence from a book, from an anime, from whatever, uh, just something that I'm immersing in, something that I'm watching, reading. Um, and I put that on a flashcards app called Anki. Uh, and I learn 
usually through a Japanese uh, description. So it's like very heavily monolingual. Yeah, monolingual. Um, it's very heavily based and like I have to read so much to get through cards and usually I try and make them as informationable inform informationable <laughs> informate like put as much information as possible. That's what I was trying to say. Um and also like try and make it so I can do the cards as quick as I can, but some of them I I have made like a bit too long, like two, three sentences. So that's why I find lyrics for me so like Isaac can study with lyrics or with anything even if it's Japanese in the background but for me if I have lyrics going then I find myself just like tuning into the, the music too much and like not reading enough of my cards so I listen to a lot of lo-fi so I'll, sh I'll do a couple shout outs here uh, my first shout out is going to be for um, those people listening on Spotify people who listen on or listen with Spotify um, Cat Trumpet and what? Cat trumpet. Yeah. C-A-T-T-R-U-M-P-T. Yeah, like split the words cat and then trumpet. Um, and the artist there makes like all the tracks. There's no lyrics. It's just like piano bass. They have harp stuff. Um, and so they have My Neighbor Totoro in like harp collection, which is pretty chill. So they've got some good beats there. Yeah, they have Your Lie in April, Piano Collection. Anyone who's seen that anime? Like, these, all their collections are from anime, from, like, movies or So they're series. just making them instrument, instrumental. Yeah, yeah, just, like, revamping it, making it a, a certain version, like, classical. A little bit different, like a piano or a harp. Yeah, so I find, like, that's pretty relaxing if I just need to, like, chill. Um, as well as if I want something slightly more upbeat without lyrics, uh, I've been listening to... Stream beats lo-fi music recently. So that's another one that you can find on Spotify. I think it's on YouTube as well. I'm not sure. But yeah, I just like uh, doing those kind of slower, chill beats. Too slow for you, hey? Yeah, I mean, I had to ask you to turn them off today, and, uh, today or yesterday in the car because they were starting to put me to sleep while I was driving. Not that I don't like them. I just feel like I'm someone that likes something that's a little bit upbeat, something I can tap my foot to. You know, That's fair enough. Shake the booty if I need to. So if if you do you have like a recommendation for people to find a place for that? Not really, to be honest. I mean, you know, you've got One OK Rock. They do. Oh yeah. More English-based songs now, but they've got some good Japanese songs. First Stories, good rock band. Um, Uver World, U V E R yeah. World. Um, uh, Eve, right? Eve's a really good rock band. They've got a lot of good songs out, actually. If you want to be able to find, like, all these artists, the people who listen on uh, Apple Music, I'll just, I'll, I'll look what, what it's actually called here. I know, well, the thing is, if you start searching for songs in Japanese on YouTube or um, Apple Music and that, then they start to form an algorithm to what you like. Yeah. So once you get, like, you know, maybe 50 songs played or whatever, they'll start sending you Japanese um songs that of interest that you might like. Yeah, yeah. Um whereas if you stick to English music, they'll keep sending out the English music over the Japanese music because you like of your where you are in the world. Yeah. But for for Apple Music listeners, there's a there's a playlist called Today's Hits Japan Domestic. So that's like all purely they only do Japanese or Japanese artists. Um cuz often enough like Ed Sheeran or Justin Bieber, they'll be in the top charts in Japan as well. But if you want the domestic artists, um, there's that one. 
I'm sure they have one on, on like Spotify and on YouTube as well. I'm sure there's one there. I haven't found one yet. I just stick to YouTube Premium because all YouTube music I use mainly. Yeah, yeah. Um, It's just easier. My stuff's there. That's fair enough. But yeah, if you want to find like artists like Isaac was just mentioning or I was mentioning as well, Eve and all them, try and just look for like a top charts. Like they'll they'll often enough be up there. Um, and if you want lo-fi music for your studies, well, I just I just let you know. So, uh, yeah, I think that's all for our music stuff, eh? Yeah. So we've got some stuff coming. We've got the Facebook page up and running, which we'll link down below in the YouTube uh thing. Um, we are starting up a Discord soon. So if you just want to have some input on what we talk about on the show, yeah, you can join us there. Um. Yeah, I think that's all for the moment. We're starting an Instagram and a Twitter. Yeah, I believe, but we're we're slowly working on things. We're we're trying to get everything. It's so I have so much respect for these people who've all who've all set it up. I mean, of course, they've probably done it over time. So much time. Yeah, but like uh, we're setting our stuff up. So if you want to support us over on YouTube, if that's the place you would prefer to listen, if you would prefer to listen on your uh, app, then feel free and listen on the app on YouTube. We have links to the apps. And maybe I'll maybe I can just link the YouTube from the apps. I don't know. I can. You might be able to put it in the description or something. I'll see if I can make it happen. Um I have noticed though on Spotify we are the if you search the Japan show, yep. or the Aussie Shoguns, I believe from last time I searched, we're the only show to pop up. Nice. And same with YouTube, I believe. But because we have such little subscribers, they don't always pop up first on YouTube. They look at other tags and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So um just to let you guys know where we are. You can, yeah, you'll always be able to find us under Aussie Shoguns or, yeah, the Japan show. Mm. So if you can't find us on one, try the other. Hopefully, if, you, if you're more of an Instagram person, Twitter person, hopefully we can have something coming. We're working towards We're it. We're working on it. Um, I think the most important, like, th- those who want input, like Isaac said, uh, definitely for, for Discord. It's coming. Yeah. But, yeah, thank you so much for uh, listening against the podcast. And, uh, yeah, make sure to subscribe where you're listening and give us more feedback. What do you want to hear? Do you, do you want to hear, do you want to hear the story of Isaac in his first time in an onsen? We'll make it happen. I got this guy laughing. He can't, he can't sit on the mic. (laughs) You got him. But anyhow, thank you again for listening and uh, sorry for delaying this podcast. Um, but hopefully we'll have some, some more stuff coming out for you guys soon. And we're, we're working on it. Working hard. Yeah. Breaking our backs. Put in the hours. But uh, thanks for meeting with us again. And so I go, how did we exit these again? Johnny! Johnny!